Joining us from the ongoing history of new music in a journal of musical things, our good friend Alan Cross. And Alan, we have a history together, not just here, but you and I worked together uh, at 102.1 The Edge years ago. And I just got back from a week away and I was in Paris when I got the news that our good friend Dave Bookman passed away last week. And I just, I know, you know, I worked directly across from Bookie quite a bit at my time during the edge. And uh, all I can say are the most positive things about him. A great guy, but I know you were a lot closer. You know, you've had a, a bit of time to think. Yeah. How's that loss hit you? You know, it's, we, we kind of knew it was coming, but that didn't make it any easier. Uh, known Bookie for about 25 years when he first started with a program called Live in Toronto back in the 90s. And uh, when I became the program director of 102.1 The Edge, uh, I made him the afternoon drive guy. Um, when he left The Edge and went over to Indy 88, uh, I was there at that time, and I lobbied the management to hire him there, which they did. Mm-hmm. So we, we go back a long way, and I have tr- I had tremendous, like we'll always have tremendous um respect for him and his ability to interview people he was a fantastic interviewer yeah Uh, do you think he was one of the first people to really uh you know at least in toronto radio bring the authenticity because you know if i was described a bookie in one word it would be a character oh yeah he was very unconventional what you heard on the radio was exactly what you got in real life he was very authentic uh he had a very strong moral compass and sense of right and wrong very strong sense of justice and uh, he was a big fan of the Young and the Restless. And if you ever wanted to get him into talking about sports, look out, uh, because he would keep you busy for quite some time. I would say, and this is just something that I, I thought of now, thinking about Bookie and and you know the years across from him. You know, he had this curly mess of hair underneath a baseball cap, black baseball mm-hmm. cap. Always seemed to be wearing an oversized uh, black t-shirt and jeans and sneakers. And I would argue that we both worked with George Strombolopoulos at the time. There would not be the George Strombolopoulos without the Dave Bookman. Maybe not. You know, there would be a, there would be a lot of people. Uh, both broadcasters and musicians who would have been lost without Dave. They, you know, he was such a big supporter and such a big collaborator. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you think about all the nights he spent at the Horseshoe for New Music Night on Tuesdays. And, you know, everybody from the Strokes to Tom York to the Foo Fighters to all these young independent bands from, from Canada who may have gone on to other things, who may not have gone on to other things. Didn't matter. He was, he was always there. I heard a story too that, uh, you know, he didn't, I, I, I can't confirm this, but the story was that he did not get paid. And when they finally did pay him for doing the music nights, he gave it to the bar staff. Really? That yeah, is I, so Dave Bookman-ish. It is, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me. If that was, if, if that's exactly what, uh, I, I, it, it would be something he'd do. Absolutely. You know, I remember him doing those uh, New Music Nights, New Music Tuesday, and there was a back and forth on, are we canceling or are we not canceling? And he was always, nope, we're staying. Mm-hmm. And he was affiliated with it even when the radio station wasn't. Mm-hmm. Huge, no, huge I, loss to, to music in general. I totally agree. And uh, he uh, he will be very, very missed. 